Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Think you know the Brooks Ghost? Think again. Introducing the all-new, better-than-ever Ghost 16. Now with nitrogen-infused cushioning for lightweight, supreme softness that feels good every step, every street, every single day. So go ahead, take your daily joyride in the all-new nitrogen-infused Ghost 16. It'll turn your everyday miles into everyday endorphins. Let's run there. Head to brooksrunning.com to learn more. Hello everyone, welcome to your fan team video ahead of the final ooh, game week of the season, game week 38. How are you feeling about it, Josh? How do you reflect on the season so far? Are you happy with how things have gone? <laughs> well, this, this tournament's a blessing for me because it gives me something to play for on the last day, to be honest, because everything else is just very mediocre. Like all my season long teams are like quite mediocre. Um, I obviously have got some mini goals that I want to try and salvage like in the last week but to have a chance of winning some real good money i'm really excited about this one to be honest mate yeah it's um yeah. it's helped me out a lot yep good so we are going to be talking about the final uh fan team weekly monster uh like we always do on these streams um if, if you're not aware basically you build a team for one game week and one game week only normally with the monster fan teams you have to make difficult decisions you don't get too many uh, some of the teams have dropped out, for example, the early games or games sort of later in the week, all that. This this week, though, we have every single team um, entered. Uh, so you can pick whichever players you want in theory. Although, as you've already alluded to, Josh, off air, the pricing is going to make us have to make some difficult choices, right? For sure, mate. This is like probably the most difficult, it, the, the most difficult one without a doubt of the season. Like there's all the good teams are playing. A lot of them have got good fixtures, um, especially the... There's probably four in particular that are really expensive that have got like I think ideally you'd want a, a bit of all of them, but I think it's just not possible with the way they've been priced. So hard decisions to be made, and we also need some bargains as well. Needless to say, yep. I wonder how many times you'll mention Ward Prowse. Uh, is Mailer size even around? He was your boy back back early, wasn't he? Is he still? Is he still injured or can't even remember? Uh, <laughs> I, th I um, think he is very much injured, yeah. But um, is he okay? Go on. Yeah, they all are, aren't they? At Watford, that's why they're playing a complete, complete injured, reserve, yeah, reserve yeah. reserve squad. Yeah. Um, so just to reiterate what this tournament is. So essentially, this is a tournament with a hundred thousand uh, euros in the prize pool. Uh, first place gets ten thousand euros. Now it's a hundred euros to enter. So it's a what I consider a high stakes. Uh, tournament you're looking at kind of 80 pounds 84 pounds i think if you want to enter into it at this point um be on the lookout though because there are still some kind of satellite games 
looking around. And what the satellite games mean is they're much lower entry um, sort of games uh, into this, uh, but you can win um, tickets into the into the match. So in theory, there's, I think there was one for like 84p entry or something, and then the top six um, get tickets. So have a look on fan team, see if you can get in through that if you, you know, if you don't have the money or you don't want to spend uh, the, the big money to, to enter into the tournament. But if you haven't got a ticket or you're entering into it or anything like that, or maybe you're just interested in how it works, then stick around because we will be talking uh, about um, all different games. Um, before we do that, though, as always, just want to mention Fan Team is gambling. If you don't have the money uh, to spend, if you don't have the money to gamble, don't do it. Um, always gamble responsibly, 18 plus. Uh, check out Be Gamble Aware um, as well um, if you're worried about yourself or anyone's gambling habits. Right. Josh, could you do me a favour? Could you, um, when you're not talking, could you mute yourself on clean feed? Just because I'm getting a bit of echo coming back. Absolutely. Mate, just, yeah. just, just, just so the listeners are aware, Josh is the most underprepared for a stream <laughs> in this. Uh, you're a, another, yet another house, which is about the tenth one that you've done a stream on. You've got no headphones with you. You forgot your good microphone. <laughs> yeah, what have you got to say for yourself? Well, I'm gonna to have to make up with it for it with some good picks. I think, mate, you that's are. all I've got. That's all I've got to defend myself. <laughs> My technical, um, what I've provided, what I've brought to the table today is absolutely appalling, and I, I was the first to admit that. So I will now admit it on on air as well. I am a joke. There we go. <laughs> Okay, some, someone can sound like that. But then, um, right, let's get straight into it. Let's do what we normally do. Let's have a quick look, scan over the fixtures um, to come and see where we think kind of some of the big, um, you know, sort of the big rewards could lie. I mean, to me, I, I think if you were to design a perfect Game Week 38 set of fixtures, I think it would be <clears throat> this set of fixtures. I think there is potential in almost every game uh, across the board. Uh, you've got Arsenal versus Everton, Brentford versus Leeds, Brighton v West Ham. Burnley, Newcastle, Chelsea, Watford, Palace, United, Leicester, Southampton, Liverpool, Wolves, City, Villa, Norwich, Spurs. You've got the perfect blend of teams with kind of something to play for. City, Liverpool, Spurs, Arsenal, Everton, you know, all the kind of relegation front teams. You've got teams completely out of form that could get battered like Southampton, like Wolves, uh, you know, like, you know, like Leeds, these guys. And then, you know, you've got good home, you know, final home games for teams like Brentford, Palace, uh, Chelsea top sides. I love it. I'm really, really excited about Game Week 38. If you were to pick one game, Josh, it would have goals, goals, goals. Which game would it be? <laughs> You're not going to like my answer here straight away. So I think oh, there's, God. Some, there's some games that are really weighted towards like goals to one side, right? So like there's there's some there looks like some four nil four nils on the board, for example, something like that. But the game where I think both teams have got a chance to for like a 2-2, two, two, a 3-2, I, I really think Leicester-Southampton is that game, like for me personally. Um, that's just that's just the feeling I've got on that one. I think Leicester are sort of in free spirit mode where they're just trying to score loads of goals. They, they pummeled Watford at the weekend, obviously. Um, and it, the, the lineup for them tonight is interesting, actually, because I think if, if, if a few of them get a full rest tonight or if a few of them start on the bench out of like, Barnes, Madison, Vardy. I'm more likely Vardy and Barnes, I think. Um, if one of them gets a rest, I'm really, really interested in them, I think, for the weekend. Um, I, yeah. 
I was just gonna say, I think what is interesting is because obviously you've got that Spurs Norwich game where there's going to be a lot of investment in it. Like that's that's the game where everyone's. I think that's genuinely speaking, that would be the game where you'd expect a, a four or five nil. Maybe Chelsea Watford as well. They're the two that that kind of I think you know terrible defenses, relegated teams, all that kind of stuff. So I think there's going to be very heavy investment in, in Son and Kane. They're going to be, I would imagine, they're going to be the overwhelming captain choices. So if you're looking to be different and looking to captain someone else, I think I think you're right. I think Leicester is that is that perfect game. And any of them, like Vardy, Barnes, Madison, um, any of that kind of attacking trio, I think could be the real differentials in this. Um, Again, I'm, that's I'm a good, keeping, good game. Yeah, I'm keeping a keen eye on the Chelsea team tonight as well because I think that is... Whoever is starting in that attack has to be a decent pick, I think, like, um, and a decent captain option, I might add, as well, against Watford. Because, as we talked about earlier, Watford have thrown in the towel. They're, they're putting out a second-string team, if we can call it even that high of a level. Um, I really think a starting Chelsea attacker, and we will get the lineup, by the way. So, like, if we find out that Mount or Lukaku or... Even Kai Havertz are starting. I think I like all of them as captains as well, actually. Like, I, I really think I do. So, yeah. I think that's a massive, massive thing to make sure everyone's aware of that's entering into this, is that you get the lineups. So, you know, normally you might get lineups for, like, one team, or, you know, going leading into the deadline. Or maybe if they're all three o'clock games, you might get, you know, four or five. But then you're sweating on Sunday and Monday and all that. To, ha- to know exactly who's going to start for every... Because, like, Lukaku, for example. If Lukaku starts against Watford... You know, he's someone that I think is going to fly heavily under the radar, but he's playing one of the worst defences in the league. So there's opportunity with the lineups, I think. Yeah, that's, um, and we know what happens on the final day. There's always a couple of teams who just put out wild lineups, and that's something to look for as well. If, if a team looks particularly weak, um, I know Man United last year, as one example, changed their whole eleven for the last game of the season, for example. It was because they had a, something coming up afterwards. Mm. Was it the final of the Europa or something? Totally, yeah, probably. Um, they just swapped the whole team, literally, and it was literally 11 changes. So, like, if anyone's... No one's got anything, like, after the season, but if, if a team does just do that for some reason to give, like, some players experience or give them a run-out that they haven't had all season, they're a team to target as well, but... Unfortunately, that's something we'll only know at three o'clock come yeah. Sunday, you know what I mean? So it's like just something to be aware of and definitely, definitely be looking for those things because that could be where the value really opens up, I think, like the opposition to those teams, you know what I mean? Yep. Well, let's go through some of the some of the, the key picks sort of going forward. Um, we've got a few people in the chat uh, already. Hello to everyone. Um, we've got a question from uh someone oh yeah uh, dixie nomads lads how many prizes are paid out in fan team well i can tell you uh the prize pool is on the screen um so if you have a look at this if this is done in pounds so first place gets eight thousand four hundred pounds second place five thousand four hundred uh, third place three thousand seven hundred fourth place two thousand nine hundred fifth place two thousand five hundred and then it goes down obviously in kind of decreasing uh, views you get a, paid up to a thousand pounds up to 13th and then it drops below a thousand um but it goes right the way down to do you know off the top of your head josh i do not mate no <laughs> i just uh, look at the i just look at the i always play for first so i just look at the first prize and that's about it but yeah. so at the moment there's 512 teams entered into the tournament the prize places pay up to 231 so if you finish 231 you get 142 pounds 80 um so assuming you've paid you know, £84 into that, you make a kind of £60 profit. Yeah, it will um, It will stay at 231 
places paid no matter how many enter but i do expect this tournament to fill this weekend so i think like i think it's got max 1200 around there something like that yeah. entries um, max 1149 it will fill it will fill so if you want to play guys I'd, I'd sort of reserve an entry like now and then you can obviously tweak your team all the way up till sunday um so yeah just just make sure i don't want anyone to miss out if they do want to play so yeah i, th I do think it's going to fill out before the weekend so yeah Tricky, tricky tournament. Obviously, you, you've got to finish in kind of the top sixth to, to win some money. And obviously, I love that word variance of, of Game Week 38 is, is crazy. But it's not bad, you know, to, to win to win money in, in you know, in, in the top sixth of a, of a tournament, I think is, is is decent. Yeah, it's um, and, and this is where the people who've won a couple of tickets, let's say, like, so if you've won two or three tickets, you can you can just take your lineups in pretty different directions. Like, and as I talked about, we can't have all these expensive guys, but it might be nice to have some of them in one team and some of them in another team. You know what I mean? So um, this is where, like, if if you really want to treat yourself or whatever, have a couple of lineups and do them a bit different and maybe one of them will do amazing and one of them will do terrible. But that's the nature of the game, as you said, variance in inverted commas. So, yeah. Uh, Dixie Nomads, can you play if you're living in Ireland? I don't think so. Um, there's a website called Bet Hard where um, people in Ireland are allowed to play uh, on. It's like the fan team skin, basically. So, yeah, these are the people whose names come up as like AABC forty nine eight three etc. It is it is very much allowed in Ireland. You are allowed to play, but it's through a, a website called Bet Hard. So yeah, there you go. I did not know that. There you go. Uh, what else have we got? Uh, Lynn B, I've stuck my captain on Reese James in one of my gaming for the 18. Is that stupid? Well, that leads us very nicely on to talking about the players because right at the top of the list, the most expensive player for gaming 38 uh, for the fan team monster is Mr. Reese James. 12 million. Defend, of... That's for defenders. That's just defenders. Oh, it's just defenders. Oh, sorry. Sorry, uses. The most expensive defender across all of gaming 38 <laughs> is Reese James. I mean, 12 million though for Reese James. You know, he's ahead of the likes of Robertson, Trent. Um, you know, Cancelo, these guys. Uh, the most expensive player in, in the fan team is Mr. Shudming Son, of course, with 14.6. 14.6 for Son, 14.3 for Kane. Uh, and then you're looking at like Mount, Kulazewski, Salah. Let's start with Reese James then. Let's start with the defence. Um, obviously, we've got a lot of goals, likely, Gaming 38, historically, and it has been shown on Fantasy Scout. And we talked about on Black Box that there are more goals scored. Um, an average of, of three goals a game compared to around about two goals a game um, for the rest of the season. Is it worth investing so much money in the defence, do you reckon? So, so to go to sort of start with like Lynn's question, I suppose, um, I think if you're going to captain Reese James, I think you want Alonso in that same team, personally, just because you really want to put all your eggs in the clean sheet basket as well as the attack in return, right? So I think like if you're going to captain him, I think you want another Chelsea defender or the goalkeeper with it, I think. And I think that's just how I'd start with my approach to that. Um, as for are they worth it? Well, they're on my list for sure. I think they're really, really good picks. Um, I, th I think this is as likely as a clean sheet as we can see on the table, obviously, and they're priced in that way. But I think like I, I just don't see Watford scoring, to be honest. So I think if he does get that goal or that assist or whatever to go with the clean sheet that we're hoping for, then obviously he's more than worth it, even at 12 million. So, so yeah, I, I like the picks, but um, it just, you need to then make sacrifices further up the pitch. So we've got to weigh that up, whether it's worth it or not, basically. No team has conceded more crosses over the last six game weeks down their left-hand side than Watford. 
think it's joint with Burnley. Um, but no team's also conceded more chances down the left-hand side than Watford, and that's by a considerable margin compared to other teams. So if you're looking to exploit a weakness for a side, it is Watford's left, and who plays down Chelsea's right? It's going to be Rhys James, most likely. So nothing wrong with that. Captaincy pick at all for me. No, nothing wrong at all. And like I said, I do, I do like doubling it up or at minimum pairing it with Lukaku, let's say. So like you can have that chance of Rhys James assisting Lukaku from from exactly what you said, the weakness down the Watford's left. So yeah, I'm, I really like the sort of doubling up on Chelsea and, and having Rhys James as captain. I think that's more than reasonable. To me, the person that wins it is, is the person who kind of correctly predicts the two games that have the most goals in them, for example. So going hard on like Chelsea and Leicester, for example. Or, yeah. or something like that. And then, you know, these kind of budget options, maybe getting lucky with a really cheap option, you know, getting a, getting a goal. I mean, I know Lynn likes, has always, always picks like Suzoko, for example, for Watford, because he's like one of the cheapest players. Or, um, got, you know, Mendy, got, of, Mendy of Leicester. You got a couple of them for us? I've got I've got a new one. Watford have got a new a new Sissoko. It's, he's called KMB and he's 4 million on this game. And he's been, oh, starting, he's been starting the last that. four games. So, yeah, if you want the fodder, absolute bargain bin rubbish, KMB. MB is your man, um, oh, and then just checky checky starting on Sunday is my only um, like qualifier for that. Just just make sure he's starting basically. But yeah, I hope he's not listening to this podcast. And he's just he's just like, oh, I'm not bargain based for the rubbish fodder. <laughs> I'm a real man. Uh, okay, well let's let's start with some of the premium picks then. So you know who who would you say it, it's it's difficult with with these streams because we often get called kind of. Well, I said we often get called. It's mostly just nuclear atoms calling us kind of cowardly. But obviously what we've got to do is kind of present the kind of the main picks and try and build a kind of team around those. That's not necessarily the way you're going to win the game. The way you, you win the game could be to go completely rogue, ignore Son, Kane, you know, James, Lukaku, pick everyone, you know, pick Mane instead of Salah, pick Kudazewski instead of Son, you know, and go completely differential and hope that there's a huge swing and it all goes your way. I think we've got to focus on the players most likely to score points. Um, this week based on what we know from the fixtures and, and that so I think we we aim to build a balanced team and we discuss some, kind of some of the differential picks around it and then we fill that with some of the cheaper options that, that people need so to me I just I don't see how Son doesn't score huge in this week like there's just there's just no way right uh, he's chasing the golden boot he's playing one of the worst teams they're going to attack Spurs have historically been good on game week 38 they've been scoring lots of goals this season particularly under Conte you can't go without him, surely. Uh, he he was the he's the one at top of mind. He's the one that comes to my mind immediately when you say who's like the one you want the most. I think it's Son. Um, yeah, I think I even think I really do think if they're three 0 up, he he will be allowed to take a penalty. Like honestly, I I, I think Kane will finally give him one. Yeah, I think he uh, not like if it's nil nil, but I think if it's like in the second half and it's two or three nil, I think Kane will give him the penalty, which. These little things, they're such small margins, but like it does it does add a tiny bit of value onto him, you know what I mean, in terms of what we expect from the points. So I love Son this week, even in an away game, which I know like we have trouble with the home the home away divide with him, but I think I still love him this week. They're playing he's playing Norwich. Um yeah. Son. I don't think Kane gives him the penalty, personally. <laughs> <laughs> I just don't see it. I think Kane Kane is like, no, it's mine. I need the goals this season. Every goal, you know, probably adds a bit of extra transfer, you know, a bit of extra wage on people saying I'm finished. Well, I got 15 goals and not 13. I don't know. Um, 
I think they'll, they'll both be gunning for goals in that. I think that, that that could be any score, couldn't it? That, that game, it's it's crazy. Um, and, and and again, I like to talk about this, but I think sometimes, as you alluded to earlier as well, you want to just pick a game, right? And I think if you want to play Son, there's nothing wrong with pairing it with Sessegnon, for example, who I also really... I think Sessegnon's a really good pick this week as well. Um, I also obviously don't mind Harry Kane. I think he's great as well. So I think Spurs have got plenty of options, but Son is top of the list, I think. I'm surprised that Sessegnon's been priced so cheaply because, I mean, like they've got Regulon and Doherty at 11 9, 11 8. Well, that's completely pointless because we know they're out. And Sessegnon, he's, he's below Dyer, Davis, Sanchez. I mean, Sessegnon is, is by far the, the best option in that in that Spurs back line, in my opinion. I think I think 10 8 is a good price for him. I think that's a great price, to be quite honest. I think this is, like we talked about, this is one of the easiest fixtures. He's one of the most attacking defenders over the last sort of five weeks. Um, and yeah, and if we're back in Son to score, maybe mm. maybe Sessegnon will get an assist or something, you know what I mean? I, if we're back in a big, a really heavy score in Spurs score. So, yeah. He's in. Um, let's move over to Leicester. That was the other team that you mentioned. Uh, Southampton haven't had their big dropping yet. Based on what I saw of them against Liverpool and what I've seen them in, in recent weeks, oh, this could be it. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> they, particularly away from home, they concede so many chances. They've got nothing to play for. It doesn't look like they've got any energy left whatsoever. The, the team just looks knackered. And I mean, Hassan Hoot was done well with them again this season, keeping them up. They lost some key players. You wonder how long he's going to be able to keep doing this for unless they make some kind of investment. I think the investment's going to be there. They've got new owners and, and hopefully in the summer they'll be able to sign some players. But I think this could this could be a big game. And I'm looking at the at the Leicester prices and they're not, I mean, that. I mean, Jamie Vardy, 10-5. That's a no-brainer, isn't it? So, well, I was going to start with Leicester, to be honest. I, I know I know the temptation was to go for Son, obviously, and that that like I think these are the best prices on the board. The Leicester mm. players, I think they're the the most reasonable price for for how much they could explode. You know what I mean? I think in the ten, eleven million range, I think they're all in play. And Vardy's favourite for me, especially if he like gets hooked off maybe tonight on sixty, or if he like um, even starts on the bench. I think it's possible. So um, yeah, I love I love Jamie Vardy for the weekend. Yep. And how about in midfield? I mean, the, the two main ones, obviously, Madison and, and Barnes. You've also got that safety net as well. Players like Lookman, Tielemans, uh, Dewsbury Hall. So, you know, the, 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 and that's the other... I mean, we don't need the safety net, do you? Because we're going to know the lineups. Good. Uh, see, I remember. I remember. I guess if you do your team and you don't check the scores before the thing, then you need the safety net. But obviously, you're probably you're going to need to check the, the lineups to, to, you know, massively get on the right players. Um, what about Madison? Madison 10-8, more expensive than Vardy, which is which is quite surprising, actually. Uh, Barnes at ten three, just below him. Yeah, I like them as picks, and if if you want to stack this game, I think it's a, a really good idea to have one of the mids, one of the, and then obviously the the main man up front. So yeah, um, I, I always have like a a slight. Obviously, you're you have an affiliation to Madison. I have a slight one to Harvey Barnes because I think he can just like ec- absolutely explode in any game, like with like four attacking returns or something, like the odd time every season. But yeah, I'm I'm happy with either of those, mate. Honestly. Sold him in my FPL team, didn't I? Barnes last week, brutal. Uh, I like Barnes with Vardy. That's that's the that's the key thing for me. Trying to predict when Barnes was going to start and and when Vardy was going to play, having just had the injury, was a bit too much. And for me, in you know, in a kind of in a short to medium term thing, I think Madison was was quite clearly the better pick. Um, you know, it hasn't necessarily worked out like that, but logically, in a one-off game week though, I think I probably would lead to lead towards Barnes. 
So I think we yep. probably agreed on that. Me too, yeah. Especially because uh, Southampton, you know, typically play this high line as well that Barnes will will be able to exploit. Yeah, there's there's pace in behind him. Vardy's still rapid as well, though. So that we've got the two main runners basically. So I'm I'm happy with that sort of approach. I think yeah. Yep. Uh, next game. What about Liverpool Wolves? I mean, this is one of the kind of title title games. Wolves have been so bad, so bad lately. We're expecting Liverpool to go full strength. Their players are expensive, 13-7, Mo Salah. Diaz is, is the cheapest one, actually, in, in 12-2, who, who I don't mind. Look at the full-backs, Trent 11-7, Robertson 11-4, Van Dijk 10-9. These are pricey, quite pricey players, I guess. what you know, The Champions League is six days later, but are you worried about that? Um, I'm just like... A, a... I'm not worried really about the Champions League. They they go for this game and then they full rest for the Champions League for, for a week. You know what I mean? They've got a week in between. So um, I'm I'm not worried about the Champions League. Um, what I am worried about is if we pick our ideal team, mate. We're gonna <laughs> we're gonna have spent 200 million rather than 105 oh, yeah. million. You know oh, what I mean? No. It's, like, it's one of those weeks. It's amazing to have the variety, but it, it, there's also going to be some really big swings this week. So Li- Liverpool don't quite make the cut for me personally. Um, I, I think that's, like... that's 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 the discussion though, right? It's we, We've gone with Spurs and, and Leicester and then it's looking at other teams and thinking, well, should we be going with Spurs when we've got Liverpool there as well? Because you, you basically have to back two, two teams, right? And then maybe, I mean, maybe three if you really cut corners kind of everywhere else. Um, you know, but we've got Chelsea to come. We've got other, you know, other, you know, big, big, big games. So I think I agree. I think Liverpool were just a bit too expensive for this one. Um, yeah. Yeah, they if could, I was they, could, they one, could go big, yeah. but yeah, yeah, go on. Sorry, that's it. If I was going to pick one, it would be Diaz, as you alluded to. So yeah, I think if if I was going to go one, it would be him. But I think he he's probably just too expensive. I just prefer the price on the Leicester guys for two million cheaper or a million and a half cheaper, to be honest. So yeah, I think one thing I will say of all the games, uh, you know, we're, we're talking about games that I look at every single fixture here, and I think every team could score, except for Wolves. Liverpool are the best best team statistically over the last six. They're the second best over the season. Wolves have got the worst or one of the worst attacking stats over both the last six and the season. I, I just I can't see any way in which they can trouble Liverpool. Yeah, and again, it's one of them things where if you're going to back it, back it heavily. Pick Trent and Robertson, like play them both. You know what I mean in the same lineup and and just back the clean sheet and that one of them will get an assist or a goal. You know what I mean. So that's mm. that's the line I'd take if you wanted to play Liverpool, and I do think it's one of the most likely clean sheets for sure. Yeah, like I like Matip at ten five, for example. I think that's a, that's a decent price with Canute. Um, you don't need the safety net. I need to stop mentioning that. You could go Canute at ten three then if he starts. Yeah, you just pick whichever one starts here, yeah, like you say. Yeah. I think it's safer to put Matip in um, for just the extra naught too, because I think he's slightly more likely to start this game, but it's kind of like, it's mm. it's pretty on the fence, I think, to be fair. So, yeah. Do we want him or not? No, I don't think so. Okay, good. Uh, let's move over to Chelsea then. Uh, this is, you know, against Watford. We've already talked about their kind of weakness down the left. Uh, these are the really pricey players now. So <clears throat> Mason Mount, 13-9. Uh, Lukaku, 13-2. Pulisic, 13-1. Ooh. Thoughts? We need a bank loan. Um, <laughs> we definitely <laughs> I, need I, a bank loan. I think it's we like... absolutely need to have Reese James. Yeah, I like. I love Reese James. Um, I think he's a great pick, yeah. 
based on that stat you've just said as well i think that's just like that's the clincher i think i think um he he, look they they don't really like they they will play with a right winger or like someone wide maybe or a wide forward but reese james is their right hand side you know what i mean Mm. so like Yeah. yeah i think he's the clear and then does that make the others too expensive, really? I guess. I mean, 39 for Mason Mount, that is a huge, a huge sum of, of money when you, when we've already got Son uh, there as well. So, you know, I'm not saying don't get them, people listening to this, but I think it's probably too dear for us. Yeah, for, for our particular lineup, this is too dear. I think if you want to take Chelsea over Tottenham, that is absolutely fine. But I think it's probably a one or the other in, in that exact sort of one-on-one kind of thing. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, I think it's hard to build a lineup with both Mount and Som, for example, off the bat. Another very expensive team, which I would be surprised if you were recommending any of these players, is obviously the other title decider, which is City versus Villa. You've got De Bruyne at 13.4. You've got Sterling 13.3, Mares 13.2. You know, even looking at the defence, Cancelo 10.8. I mean, that's the same price as Cessnion, to be fair, but City defensively, you know, look at that West Ham game, it wasn't, wasn't amazing. Would you make a case for any of these guys? I don't mind Cancelo at 10-8, but again, it's it's a lot of money when there's so much potential and yeah. probably so many goals. Yeah, again, again, he's probably the best. Cancelo's probably the best out of these just because the midfielders are 13-2 to 13-4 for the, the three that I like, which is always Sterling, Mares, De Bruyne. Mm-hmm. Um, that is a big save into Cancelo. Um, I was looking for Gerard's price actually, mate, because I'm pretty sure he's going to come on and score on on Sunday. But uh, <laughs> he, they, they, they haven't priced him yet, unfortunately. But yeah, oh, they um, should do. I bet that's a bet on like Paddy Power or something. Like Gerard to come on the pitch and score the winning goal, three hundred to one or something. Probably some idiot. It'd be like, it'd be like it. ten to one. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> boosted. Um, well, yeah. I mean, speaking of Villa, though, I mean that is that is you know when you're looking for these kind of more budget players, I guess looking at. City and the prices they are and then looking at Villa I mean Watkins is the most expensive Villa player 7.1 I think he can cause City problems busy player Coutinho 6.7 I like that if you're going to back against City losing losing the clean sheet I've got those three written down Ings, Watkins um, Coutinho probably a slight favour towards Watkins because he has yeah, he has so. historically done well against Man City actually I think he's scored in three of the last four games or something like that so um, he's he, he they seem to have trouble with him and I don't, I don't know what yeah. I don't know quite what it is but yeah I can see that I can see that being a goal that happens definitely so well the the, the, only, the only way to get at city is pace on the counter that's that's just that's how teams can can deal with it because if, if you don't have that pace they just sit back and just absorb the ball and if they lose it there's no one to break on them so you need a player like Watkins in the team just to just to try and break that line and, and make things happen. And, you know, with the quality he's got around him, you know, if Ings plays with Coutinho there, maybe Buendia's in there as well, they, they can definitely trouble. They've got, a, they've got a terrible record against City, though, I think, um, Aston Villa. I think last eight matches they've scored, you know, one or two goals or something and conceded hundreds. <laughs> you know, it's, it's one of those ones where you look at it on paper and you think, yeah, there's no, they've got no chance. But... I think I, th- I think there's there could be a surprise here. Actually, I think I think Villa could could cause some real problems for C. So let's let's stick Watkins in uh, at yep, seven like one. Um, Taking a look, just going to pick some other games at random. Uh, looking at Brentford Leeds next spicy game. This Tony's fueling fire in Leeds, and um, you know there, I think there's some unceremonious exits from Leeds to Brentford that Mark was talking about on Black Box uh, last night. Uh, you've got Tony nine eight, so quite pricey, and Bomo nine three. 
And the sentimental people can look at Christian Eriksen, 8-2. I think there's goals in this one as well. I think Brentford get a couple here. I, th- I think I think you've just sort of hinted at the answer. I think I think Eriksen's the clear pick here at the cheaper price, honestly. like I think... I don't think you're paying nine eight for Tony when Vardy's ten five. You know what I mean? I just I I think I just always go towards Leicester there, but I think Ericsson is really nicely priced at that sort of next tier yeah. down. You know what I mean? Eight two. I think I really like that. He's been getting like- ninety at every game as well. Yeah, yeah, like- yeah. He's. He, I think he. He. I think I was, I was saying yesterday he's created only De Bruyne has created more chances than Ericsson over the last six. You. You're, you're unlikely to get a goal from him. He doesn't obviously shoot. He never has done from the, the from the best areas on the pitch, like much more long range efforts. But in terms of assist potential, it, it's quite high. Um, I like defence of Everton um, of Brentford as well. Uh, Janssen seven three, Rico Henry seven one. Yeah, I don't mind it. Yeah, it's it's not on my list, but I think that's a reasonable price. Um, I think I think it's pretty good. Yeah, Sorensen six six. I mean, that's really cheap. That's that's the kind of really cheap player that we're potentially looking at. Leeds are terrible. Offensive stats for Leeds are absolutely awful. I know they've got something to play for, but I don't buy into that narrative at all. They're a poor attacking side playing against a good team at home um, who are going to be looking to go out you know, with a bang with a, with a home sport there. So I'm sticking yeah, he, in back in. I was just looking at Sorensen. He got subbed off last game. I don't know why he got subbed off. Though. That, that it came to my mind when you said him. So he came off at half-time. It probably was tactical. Because mm. um, he was on a booking and he conceded the penalty, so as in like he didn't have a good game. So I'm just I'm slightly worried that maybe like that sort of thing could happen again, where he subbed off. Um, the starting or not starting isn't an issue because we get the lineup as we talk yeah. to, as we keep talking about. But um, yeah, he got subbed off at half time against Everton, but they did bring okay. an attacker on because they were, they did need goals and they were against ten men. So yeah, well maybe, um, maybe you go up you you go up to one of the slightly more expensive ones, don't you? Um, if he's if he's not in if he's not in the team. Yeah, so I've got I've got one suggestion. Um, I really think Newcastle Burnley's low scoring is that, that that's the game, right? The, at Burnley, yeah. yep, yep. So I really like the Newcastle defense personally. I know they haven't been as good away, but I think they're really cheap for for the fixture they've got. Um, so that, that that's like one I'd want to put on the table as like a, du- a defensive double up or something like that to just back that Burnley won't score for whatever reason. Um, so Dubravka and share. I, I like Dubravka and Cher. I like Target. I like Trippier if he's going to be starting. I love that as well. Um, mm. But I think it's like, yeah, for me, for me, I take the discount with with Target probably. I take Target and and the goalkeeper. I think. I think you. I think you take Trippier, don't you? And if he doesn't start, then you switch him to Target. Yeah, that's what I did on all my lineups yeah. last week. Actually, when when they were playing Arsenal, so yeah. Look at yeah, Bruno Gamiresh. Like- Seven seven nine. He's he's not as cheap as as I'd like. You know, if he was kind of the seven million mark, he'd, he'd be someone to consider. But yeah, seven nine. I guess is. I don't, it's not a terrible price, but I guess it's maybe a little bit a little bit too much. Yeah, just a tiny bit, mate. I think I couldn't believe he did it again. I was like, <laughs> he's, he's, he's just like, and you you had him at like hundred percent ownership when effectively the field had zero percent on FPL. Is that right? Something it was something like he's, that. Wasn't he's, it? he's the only player I've ever owned that I've benefited from every single one of his points because you know normally it's like you know you've got Cancelo and he gets fifty points. It's like you benefited from three of Cancelo's fifty points or something like that. Uh, no, all eleven of of Bruno's uh, I got, which was. Yeah, really nice. He feels like my own little player in my my little world. You're the last man standing. It's like a draft league, isn't it? You're the only <laughs> one who's got him. It's like, <laughs> well, the, I, I mean, when I bought him, he got obviously the big haul against um, in his two home games, 
And then I free hit him out and he scored against Norwich. And then I benched him for Liverpool and City, where he blanked because it's Liverpool and City. And then he's come in again uh, on this. So, you know, if I hadn't played that free hit, which was a complete disaster, I'd have got three, four returns out of four games from him. It's a hell of a return for a five million mid, you know, playing for Newcastle. Yeah, what, what a player. Um, okay, we've got our defensive Newcastle double up. Then we've got uh, Dubravka, Sessignon, James, Trippier, Son, Barnes, Eriksson, Vardy and Watkins, uh, which means we've got two more outfield spots to fill with 17.5 million in the bank. We need to go cheap. That seems reasonable. It's better than I thought, mate. I thought we'd be mm. in big trouble by this point. I'll, t- I'll tell you that, to be honest. <laughs> so we've got about um, 9 million-ish each. Yeah, I'm wondering if we want to go one sort of cheaper and one of maybe squeeze another semi-premium in or something like that, or whether we want to go just really cheap. Um, I, I so Some of the players I like, um, just just mentioning our uh, Zaha is 8-9. Yeah, I like him. I've got him on the board. Good yeah. price. Obviously underpriced because he's, he's playing Manchester United. Uh, Trossard as well. I think Tr- Trossard's really cheap. Um, I had him in, in one of the players in one of he's the games I had. He's nine something as well, right? I think. Oh, he's nine. Yeah, he's nine one. Okay, he's not as cheap as I thought he was, but still not a not a terrible, not a terrible price. Um, you like Zaha though? Yeah, I also like another man on the other side of that game. I really like Ronaldo's price, like really a lot. Um, I think they're going to just give him the ball for the whole game. Like I just, I think this is his last game, isn't it? So they're they're probably going to just give him the ball. Um, you think this is his last game? I think he gets another year. He might do. I don't, I don't know what the... It's obviously a new manager. It's it's all very open at the moment, isn't it? But I think that they at least... They, he will definitely play, I think. And I think Crystal Palace are reasonable defensively. But I think Ronaldo is Ronaldo and he could score a brace against any team. And like at yeah. 10-4, I think it is. I don't think that's the worst price. Yeah, I don't like it. I'd rather have Zaha. Yeah. I th- like, I like Zaha too, by the way. Like, I, I do like Zaha. What does that leave us if we pick Zaha? How much? So I'm just eight, completely, six, just completely uh, discredited you. Yeah, <laughs> my my, you know, this is why I, I get paid by Scout just for this in depth analysis. Uh, Zaha's eight nine. That leaves us eight six. <laughs> Our final spot. We've landed on the big man, James Ward Prowse. <laughs> we have landed on James Ward Prowse. This is this is all part of your master plan, isn't it? I like Welbeck, by the way. He's 8-3. I think that's a good price. Um, yeah, I mean, Wilson's there at 8-6. I like that as well. I mean, I know you said it's going to be low scoring, but he's on penalties. He was incredible against Arsenal. Absolutely incredible, I thought. He lost a tooth. He did his goal from the halfway line. He, you know, he could have he could have had multiple returns in that match. Yeah. I like I like him at 8-6 as well. I like Welbeck. I think we can trouble uh, West Ham. I don't mind Ward-Prowse. Either I mean, look at look at Leicester from set plays and corners. They concede from every corner they take. That they, yeah. that, you know, that they, that they have. So I don't actually mind Ward Prowse in this game. You know, we haven't got any Leicester defence. Mate, I'm never going to say no to that. Obviously, I mean, it's like <laughs> <laughs> he'll be in every one of my teams, captain probably. So yeah, <laughs> yeah. I, <would> like... <laughs> I think I, I think it's what I think it's one on. of those. I think it's one of Wilson, Ward Prowse, or or Danny Danny Welbeck. I'd like to stay on brand and put my vote towards James Ward-Prowse. Yeah, let's go for Ward-Prowse. Go on then. <laughs> so that is almost like we sometimes these go so well, don't they? And it all just pure, it, you know, perfectly falls into place. But to for it to fall into place, you know, with naught budget, uh, Dubravka in goal, Sessignon James and Trippier, Son, Barnes, Eriksson, Zaha, Ward-Prowse, Vardy 
and Watkins. And who's the captain? If we're being the boring people that we're always supposed to be, it would be Son, obviously. Mm. Um, I like Vardy for this team yep. now because we've got the Leicester double up and I really like Vardy, I think. I agree. I'd want him Beautiful. to, as I say, I'd want him to like sort of only get 60 minutes tonight, maybe, maximum. Mm. And then I'd be really into this, I think. I think I'd be really into this captaincy, but yeah. Yep. No, I like it. I think that's our team sorted. Uh, thanks everyone in the chat. Another, another, you know, really nice because um, everyone chatting in there which is really cool. Lynn's got KMB, which is about the least surprising thing um, I've ever heard in my life. Uh, I think we've got a good team. We're well balanced, and yeah, I've got a can ticket I, for this. So we'll see how we get on. Can I throw a, few, a really few cheap, real bargain yeah. cheap players? So I like, I actually like Gunning Goal for five million because I think he'll get a lot of saves against Tottenham. Which for five million, I think he's very reasonable. He might just like get there with save points. Um, especially if you're not putting a big Spurs attacker in, I really like picking Gunn yep. and just backing them to like not score their shots. You know what I mean? So I really like that one. Um, I've, I've I've written some attacking defenders down who had got tough fixtures who are just dirt cheap. So um, obviously Luca Dean and and Eight Nori have both got really hard fixtures, but they're both four point five million or something like wow, that. Wow, that so is cheap. Yeah. I think those are nice. And Mikalenko's five something like five one or something. Away at Arsenal, I think that is a great price for him. And I think he could really, really get an attacking return this week. Um, so I think those are like people you can fill in your team if you're really struggling for budget. I think those are like really good ones to add. I like the Newcastle defence. We've already included that. Like I think they're really too cheap for, for how good they are this week. Um, I don't mind like pairing Bednarek with Ward-Prowse just to try and catch the header off the corner. I think that could be a reasonable yep. strategy. I think he's six something. Um and then, yeah, cheap, as for cheap strikers, I like Jao Pedro in terms of the fact that I, I do think Watford might score against Chelsea. And he's he's Watford's starting striker at the moment at 5-7. I think that's fine. Um, and then finally, if you're not back in the Liverpool clean sheet, I like Pedro Neto at 5-4. I think that is really, really cheap as well. So, yeah, I think um, with the cheap players, you obviously have to pick in the tough fixtures. But I think like it, it might be worth just putting one of those in your team mm. and just trying to catch the lucky goal or the, the lucky assist or whatever. So, yeah, um, especially if you want more expensive players. So, yeah. I think Luca Dean, that, that is an incredibly low price for, for Luca Dean. I wasn't expecting that. Of all the ones you mentioned, uh, I mean, 4.6. I mean, that's almost KMB <laughs> like level. Yeah. And, and, he, and he does attack. You know, it wouldn't, it wouldn't surprise anyone if he got an assist. I don't think City score four or five goals in that game either. I think, I think Gerard knows how to keep it tight. They've, they've had good games against like Liverpool, for example, quite recently. You know, they, they might get one or two, but I wouldn't be too surprised if Dean came away from that with, with something. So I really like that pick as a, as a real enabler to allow you to put budget elsewhere. Yeah, and th and that's what these things are, by the way. Like, I think you can you could actually pick a team this week where you go four absolute fodders, like or like under six million players, like really cheap players who are like um, just literally enabling you to pick three or four premiums in the rest of your team. And and I think that's a really nice approach this week that might just be the one that wins it if you if you're lucky enough to catch the right cheap players. I think that that's the way to. Yep. That might be the way someone wins. And go on, I've got one more question for you before we go. Who would go you on. pick as like a wild captain? Like because I think a wild captain might win this this week for someone. So if you had to pick an absolutely crazy captain, who would you who would you go for? I, well, I don't know if you, I don't know if you'd really describe him as crazy, but I I really do think Brentford knock a, knock a few past leads. So I, I I think Ivan Tony. I know we haven't got him in our side, 
But that's a I, great one. Yeah, I I think Ivan Tony could come away from that game with with a brace or a hat trick. Um, just just given how poor Leeds Leeds have been uh, and and how much I think Brentford are going to be up for for this game. Yeah, I agree. I think that's a really good one. I think um, that was like the sort of angle I was thinking. So yeah, I think that's I think that's a really good one. What about you, Ward Prowse? I am, this is a, this is wild. This is absolutely off the board. I'm going to go Richarlison. I think that is crazy, oh but, I think, but I, I think they will beat Arsenal um, on on Sunday. Uh, Arsenal have been awful. really absolutely abysmal in the last two games. Arsenal have been like I'm. Um, if like I, I wanted to pick something crazy, so I, I, you know I'll probably do it in one of my lineups. But I think Richarlison away at Arsenal, he has like brace potential or like two attacking returns potential. He's got pens. I think he. I think he's fine. Yeah. I swear, if someone wins this massive tournament with Richarlison <laughs> captain, I, I'm not coming back next year. <laughs> That's all I'm saying. Uh, Josh, absolute pleasure as always. It's been great doing these these streams with you. Um, I can't believe it's game 38. I don't know where this this year's gone, um, but it has gone. Um, good luck with everything, game 38. Good luck with the Champions League as well, because I know you're doing really well um, in that. And yeah, if anyone's got any comments or questions, just stick them on the on the comments of the video uh, or drop us a review if you're listening to the podcast version. Uh, and yeah, or get in touch with us on Twitter. Our Twitter accounts are on the screen. Uh, at FFScout underscore as is me and at CheckJoshFF uh, is Josh. So yeah, give us, drop us a DM or a message and we'll answer any fan team questions you might have. Yeah, thanks. Guys. I've, I've had a great time doing this this season and um, thanks to everyone for listening and watching as well. It's been really fun and you and you guys in the chat make it make it even more fun. So yeah, thank you. Yep, absolutely. Thanks everyone and we'll see you soon. Take care, bye.